Uh, Sharon Shorty is my English name. My Klingit name is Zint in Kudawakla. Uh, I live in uh, Whitehorse Yukon Territory in Northern Canada. And I am um, born and raised here. And I have been um, raised in the storytelling tradition. I've also been raised with all our um, cultural traditions um mainly for i'd say uh, we would say women women um things such as sewing and um, working on hides and working with um fish working with small animals and cooking and and those kind of things uh, working with um repairing um the fish fish nets things like that but uh, I will also say I have um, a Klingit mother, and so we follow our mother. And I have a Northern Deshawnee uh, father, and that's uh, north of Whitehorse uh, from a place called Carmax. And Northern Deshawnee is part of the Athabascan group, which goes right from where we are all the way down to the Navajos. Actually, behind me, you can see a Navajo a picture of a little Navajo girl. And I, I like that picture because uh, of reminding us of that link that we have. So um, I'll start with my Klingit language. Klingit Klinach Zint E Kudawakla Yuchat Duisak Kokaton Shawu. That means I'm a woman from the Raven Clan. And um, and on my dad's side, I would say. Um, Sharon Shorty Uye and and um, I am from the uh, it, and up north they say they don't really say Raven they say Crow Crow Clan so we would say um, Hanjet Ichi and uh, and then you would say uh, my dad was Tachan Tachan Ine that's my dad so. Um, if you drive north of Whitehorse, there's a little creek called Techen. That was my dad's uh, Indian name, or in English, uh, Joe Shorty. So um, that's my my um, introduction. I am a storyteller, as you mentioned, and I'm also a writer. I'm a playwright. I'm an actor. Uh, I, I work mainly in theater, but I've done some film. I've done uh, I've done, you know, voiceovers for commercials. I've done, um, uh, well, you name it. I've worked in TV. I worked in uh, radio. I worked in, um, and then I, I do my own sewing. Um, I used to sell. I used to. I used to do fashion design, and I used to sell magazines and do orders and things like that. But I got out of that, and I. I mainly um, just do it for my own family now, or do regalia for my family, um, and um, and I really enjoy facilitating and then teaching cultural workshops and sharing um, the knowledge that I have. How fluent a speaker are you? I'm not fluent at all. Um, I want to say there's there's quite a bit of difference in my two languages that I that I have in my family. <clears throat> One um, Klingit is a language isolate, and it's a tonal language, much like um, um, Mandarin is tonal. 
So that means that if you mispronounce, just like Klingit, if you mispronounce a word, it mean it will mean completely something else. So you won't not be able to under, understood. So if you're a learner, it is very frustrating because you're trying to say something. So in English, you can mispronounce it horribly, yet you will be able to be understood. It take a while to work and say, uh, "What did you say?" Okay, I think I, I think I understand you. But in Klingit, there's no way because it's um, when we say yes, ah. Uh, but if you say ah, they'll be like, "What are you What are you talking about? Wait, what? What? That's not ah ah." It's very specific, and if you make it even more so, even about the culture, everything about the culture is very specific. Everything's very very specific, but the language is so specific. So it's language isolate and it's tonal. So very, very hard. Um, I don't know what the numbers are. Um, we don't say endangering, endangered. Um, we say recovering or re reclaiming because we just had seven graduates um, in a, a language program here in the Yukon. And uh, we get help because we don't recognize the borders that were imposed on us. Uh, we're Every um, every Klingit person in uh, in the Yukon has ties to um, Alaska, and even that term Alaska is, is foreign to us because that that's not our term. It, we're from the coast, um, and then some some of us moved um, inland to the Yukon for whatever reason. But um, we have ties to Alaska. So between Alaska, British Columbia, and uh, the Yukon, there's they're saying just over a hundred fluent speakers of Klingit, maybe, maybe over that. And then, um, but then just recently we had seven graduates from this language course class and they have a, a good fluency. So that's wonderful. I mean, I, I went to um, a storytelling, uh, monthly storytelling group the other, um, the other month and we had, um, I think she was 14 years old um, and wonderful young young person and her mom is also very champion of all things uh, cultural and one of them being language Klingit language and this young person wrote her own story in Klingit and and performed it okay writing is one thing but actually performing it as well and I was just like you know like I, I just don't sometimes sometimes you could feel discouraged but but then I think no I'm not discouraged because I know there's this young person who's working this hard on it and um, I don't feel discouraged you know so when you say my fluency I mean I I have um, I can't even say what kind of fluency I have I had the opportunity to do to have more but I I found out later in life that um, our family made a conscious decision not to teach us the language while there was 100% fluency in my family. And they chose to do that for our own protection when they saw what was going on with residential schools and with what's going on with um, all the racism and all the things in the world. And they just said, it's safer for um, our kids. It's gonna be safer and better off for them to be just to know English 